1: my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, our mission to serve and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. In today's episode, if you're looking for a job change or know someone undecided about a career, I got an idea for you. Also, one of my favorite stores is booming right now. And it's not Costco. So in the midst of the huge outbreak of The Delta variant that has filled hospitals in so many states across the South and the Midwest, the point that patients for so many things are being turned away, all elective surgeries being canceled at most hospitals across the South and in parts of the Midwest. One of the things that's come through so glaring is something that I've talked about for the last many years. And that is the extreme shortage of nurses across the United States. And there's been uh, story after story around the country about how hospitals cannot serve the patients they need to serve because of a lack of nurses. And there's a natural burnout in nursing for a lot of people. It's It's really, really hard to see people die and not be able to help that individual. And so there are people who live for those they can save and others that find the burden too great. And right now the workloads are crazy. And I hope that if you have a loved one who is being served in a hospital, please thank all those medical professionals that are doing the best they can. Right now in a lot of southern states, nurse loads have doubled. Nurses are expected to take care of twice the number of patients that would be normal because of the massive outbreak of coronavirus in certain states, particularly in rural areas, where people have maybe not taken COVID as seriously as people have in urbanized areas. And so you've got the shortage piled on top of a huge number of people that need care. And we just really need to express our gratitude to the people that are on the front lines in the hospitals. I've been reading that nurses are even facing hostility from patients right now and their families and that's goofy but this brings me back to what I've been talking about for years and that is the enormous demand for nurses has been in much of the country pushing the pay rates up and if you have a a natural love for science and medicine This is an opportunity for you to serve your fellow American and make a difference. We have such a severe nursing shortage that, do you know that hospitals are very heavily recruiting overseas nurses to come to the United States because we are so short of nurses right now? And again, this isn't for everybody. I mean, imagine me doing something in medicine. What a joke. I couldn't do anything in medicine, except maybe work in the billing department. I mean, I just have no ability in that area. But if it's a good fit for you, what an opportunity to provide service and earn a living. Krista?
0: All right. Andrew in Ohio says, my wife and I married at the end of 2019. So starting in January 2020, I placed her on my employer's health insurance. We welcomed our first child in May, and we racked up a few medical bills along the way. We had everything paid off when I was checking on some of my son's claims and noticed that the insurance had gone through and denied every single claim my wife had made. We learned that she had never been removed from her parents' policy, unbeknownst to us and her parents, and thus my employer coverage had to be considered her secondary. We were told to have all of those claims rebuilt through the primary. A few smaller bills have come back as out of network for her parents, so we are on the hook for those. Is there anything we can do about this? I'm dreading some of our larger bills following the same path.
1: Andrew, so I would call first the Ohio Department of Insurance and find out if because the insurance you were paying for through your employer was secondary, is that a factor in helping with these bills that have been rejected by the original provider, plus the out-of-network thing. If any of these are hospital-based, there may be assistance available on this. I don't know if Ohio has passed a statute, like many other states have, that deals with the cost of billings that are billed as out-of-network. But that is an alternative, and help is along the way, won't help you but will help others, Andrew, on how out-of-network charges are treated in a hospital environment. For those in a doctor's office, these laws generally don't apply. But the fact that you have both primary coverage and secondary that you've been paying premiums for, the secondary may come back to benefit you in this case. And you hear me say may be possible and all that because medicine the billing for it is just a big fog. It's a big mess. And it's something that I want to address again sometime soon because there was a, a joint investigative report of how medical billing works. And when you hear more about it, you'll understand it's a system that is in desperate need of extreme reform as you are experiencing personally.
0: And Tom in Oregon Wrote this, recently at a restaurant, I noticed a setup fee. When I inquired about it, I was told, as I had suspected, that they now had a new credit card software that is charged the cost of using the credit card back to the customer. Is this becoming a common
1: practice? Yes, Tom, it is. More and more um, businesses of all kinds are passing the cost of using a credit card on to the customer. Now, I'm someone who is considered to be a deadbeat in the credit system. I take advantage of all the benefits that come my way from using credit. I get my cash back or my points or whatever. I pay my balance in full. So basically, I'm getting free float on the bank's money for that period of time. And guess who's paying for all those privileges that I get? It's the merchant who accepts that credit card. So we're gonna see that frequently. You see it more and more at the gas pump in a lot of states where there's one price for cash, there's another for credit. And I am with the merchants on this, even though I'm gonna lose my deadbeat free ride from more and more places, that they are in an untenable position with the Visa MasterCard cartel, that the merchants end up having to absorb these massive fees they have no control over, and the control that comes their way, Tom, is to pass those exorbitant costs that the Visa MasterCard cartel charges back to you as a customer, and then you get to make a choice. Are the rewards you receive or whatever benefit you have from that credit card more valuable then the fees you have to pay are less valuable, and then you pay a different way.
0: And from Tony in Connecticut, have you ever heard of or tried the Blue G91 smartphone? I know you're always looking for a deal. It's brand new for $150. 6.5-inch HD display with 128 gigabytes storage. I've had it for a few months now with T-Mobile service, and I'm very pleased with it so far. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it.
1: Tony, I'm so surprised because I used to hear about the blue phones. It's BLU, the blue phones, a lot. If I remember right, they're based in South Florida, and their phones are sold at very, very low prices. In your case, a six and a half inch screen phone for $150. They are usually not the fastest phones in the world, but for somebody who's just looking, For an affordable smartphone, they are a brand that really makes people happy. If you're looking for the latest, greatest features on a phone, ultra fast and all the rest, a blue phone is not going to be it.
0: And this is from Barbara in Alaska. My best friend recently went through bankruptcy. To rebuild his credit, he wants to use my 740 credit score to build his credit faster. If I say yes, will this action hurt my credit? My friend has a master's degree and is a veteran officer of the Air Force. He has owned three homes and has recently retired. He is having financial trouble now, but I know he will bounce back. I've never owned a house. I have a BS degree and hope to retire within two years. We both consider each other to be best
1: friends. So, Barbara, um, you are a very kind individual to look for helping your best friend. And what you would do to help in this case is you would make your friend an authorized user on one of your cards but not give your friend possession of the card. The reality is the first two years following a Chapter 7 bankruptcy are really tough years for someone who has filed for bankruptcy and then things do get easier moving forward and you would help with that process by doing so. The other alternative is to direct your friend to one of the military credit unions that have fresh start programs for people who need to rebuild credit. And they all have familiarity with it because particularly with enlisted personnel, the amount of money that military personnel make is uh, very low and they do tend to have a lot of credit difficulties. And so the military credit union's Generally, have these fresh start programs that would give your friend a small limit credit card that would help with the process of rebuilding credit moving forward. But just adding your friend as an authorized user by itself would likely be of help as well. But usually, again, not till 24 months out from the bankruptcy does that become really tangible as a helpful strategy. And coming up straight ahead, I love Dollar Tree. I I love going there. I always have. All three of my kids have um, gone through the period of their lives, the trauma where they didn't know any better, and they thought Dollar Tree was the toy store. And each of the kids, when they were young, were allowed to go into Dollar Tree, and depending on age, buy one item or two items that they could take home with them. And it was the perfect way for me to prevent wallet Armageddon by going to Toys R Us when that was a thing. And so Dollar Tree has always had a special money-saving place in my life. I get uh, my dental floss there. They sell Johnson & Johnson Reach, but it doesn't say Johnson & Johnson Reach on it, but that's what it is. I buy that ultra cheap there. I buy so many items there. Shaving cream comes from Dollar Tree. Um, If I want candy for my treat day, I I need to explain treat day, don't I? Just briefly, briefly, just briefly. So I watch what I eat all week long. And then on Sunday, I eat junk. And it's how I've controlled my weight. I used to weigh 50 pounds more than I do now. And I've done it through watching my calories through the week and then doing treat day on Sunday. And I know we've had the posts on Clark Stinks that my concentration on calories is not the whole story. You also have to pay attention to nutrition. And so I wanted to mention that again. But anyway, Dollar Tree has always been really important to me as a place to save money. And I don't mind them buying off brands. Well, you know, a lot of cities in the country – And communities have put bans on additional dollar stores opening up. Whether it's Dollar General, which is the big one, Dollar Tree, Family Dollar, which is owned by Dollar Tree. Um, But these stores serve a need in the marketplace. And where Dollar Tree, a lot of the spending there is a mixed bag. People come by party supplies or they come by like meat candy or whatever, also people come to buy food, buy cleaning products, household goods, whatever, that allow them to buy smaller quantities and stretch their budget. And everything's a dollar. Dollar general and family dollar, they don't stick to the dollar, but the idea is the same thing, that they have like dollar general, which is huge, And has grown, believe it or not. I saw recently somewhere that their sales have gone up, must have been the Wall Street Journal. Their sales have gone up over 30% in the last year. That people, as they've been pinched because the pandemic has caused this huge split in the economic fortunes of Americans, with a lot of office workers, people whose jobs have stayed secure through the pandemic, actually having more money than before, and a lot of other people suffering financially having a lot less money than before people have gravitated to where they've been getting the most value for their dollar and these stores that are all about giving people the lowest possible price on merchandise great now the big beef with both dollar general and family dollar is that they create food deserts in rural areas in particular and in some lower-income urban and suburban areas because they don't stock fresh produce, fruits and vegetables, and at the same time, they soak up so much of the demand that might go to a local supermarket in a rural area or a lower-income suburban or urban area. And I don't have an answer to that. Uh, But I will tell you that... The marketplace has been speaking, and people are going to these stores because much better than even Walmart, they're able to help people stretch every dollar. So for me, going to Dollar Tree is something I do because I go to save money. But I don't have to save money. I do it. And if you ever look at a parking lot at a Dollar Tree, you'll see the same thing you see at an Aldi. You'll see people in really fancy cars, and you'll see people in beat-up old cars. But the thing that brings them both there is that they're finding they can stretch their dollar further, and that's exactly what people are doing right now with Dollar General, Dollar Tree, and Family Dollar.
0: All right. Let's get to some questions. This is from Ryan in Georgia. I have a son who is a little over a year old, and I want to be sure I'm setting him up for success. I have been listening to your show, and you have talked about big banks having their own type of credit monitoring system and not using the three credit scores. If that is the case, should I still add my one-year-old son as an authorized user on my card, or does it even matter? We pay our card off every month, and we have credit scores in the 800s.
1: So, Ryan, you are an overachiever. <laughs>
0: <Or> his <laughs> baby is. His baby is an overachiever. Yeah,
1: you don't need to add your one-year-old as an authorized user. This is something you do when your one-year-old is a teenager. And then you'll decide to do it if your teenager is respectful to you or talks back to you. That could be the the guideline. But you've got a good 15 years before you need to worry about this. And gosh, Ryan, how credit reporting and scoring will work 15 years from now, who knows? The most important thing is if your one-year-old is a child who in the culture of your family is likely to go to college, one thing I want you to look at is the 529 plans that are available to save tax-free towards your kid's college. And I've got my new revised 529 plan guide at Clark.com.
0: And from Jeff in Wisconsin, speaking of that, we have a son headed off to college, and we explored several ways to help him pay for his very expensive tuition. He is studying to be a pilot, thus the flight hours are driving the college costs up to crazy high numbers. Oh, yeah. Luckily, we have a family member that has disposable assets and offered a loan at 1% deferred to graduation. We want to do this right and drop a contract, but would like to avoid attorney fees if possible. Can you please recommend a resource where we can find language that will help solidify the agreement while not wasting our money on lawyers?
1: So Jeff, I'm going to disappoint you so much, and I want to tell you that your son has picked a great career path at the right moment because we are facing a big shortage of pilots as we look through the rest of this decade and into the early, first time I think I've said it, the 2030s. So uh, this is going to be a career path that is going to pay off. But where I'm going to disappoint you so much is particularly because this is a family member who is being kind and is doing this very favorable loan, pay the money for a lawyer to draw a friendly agreement. I really strongly recommend it. It's not going to require a lot of lawyer time. I just want, with the kindness and generosity of the family member, that you honor that family member by drawing up a simple, easy-to-understand, and clearly drawn agreement. And it's not going to be a waste. You know, a lot of times the disputes and hurt feelings could be solved in a lot of cases with a little bit of um, preventative work up front versus disagreements that would occur later.
0: And from Mike and Georgia, please research the true reason why, why there is a shortage of truck drivers. It is because of the decreasing pay in the industry. Owner-operators used to make $100,000 a year with no problem. Now, with electronic logs and greedy brokers, a large number of them have left because they could barely afford to run the truck at a profit. Electronic logs are a great concept, but they fail to account for the hours of downtime a trucker will have each day waiting for loading and unloading. Lastly, with new self-driving truck tech, companies are eliminating the need for drivers anyway. What are your thoughts?
1: Mike... The trucking industry has always had a big problem with turnovers. A lot of people get into the cab after truck driver training and realize that it's not for them. The trucking industry not paying enough wages gives people an added incentive to leave the industry. I can't speak specifically to the problem with the brokers, but the industry is going to have to reform and pay people more because the shortage of truckers is starting to cost so many parts of industry, retail and the rest, so much money. Truckers aren't appreciated until they're not there. For self-driving truck tech, likely the truck technology that's going to be very heavily adopted will not be fully robotic trucks. It will be trucks that do a lot of the -the over-the-road driving for the driver, autopilot, if you will, and will also have a lot of technology to try to prevent accidents. It's a huge expense for the trucking industry when a driver's fatigued, doesn't realize traffic is stopped in front of him or her and has an accident. So, Mike, I hear you, and if people want to have the trucks on the road... They're going to have to pay the drivers what the marketplace needs to pay so that we have the trucks we need. And I want to thank you for joining us. Please visit Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com for more money-saving advice you can trust.